So would you pray with me over this message? Lord, I pray that I speak your truth today. I pray that I point people to who you are, that I don't speak my opinion, that I don't speak um, anything other than your truth, and I, and I speak it accurately. I pray this in your name. Amen. So there's certain situations in life where something is happening around you and you're aware of it, but it's really hard to know what your response should be to it. So you're like, okay, this thing is happening, but I don't really know what I should be doing right now. One of the biggest cases that I can give of this is when someone sings happy birthday to you. Has anyone figured out the right thing to do when everybody's singing happy birthday to you? It's very awkward because it's really nice. You appreciate it, but what are you supposed to be doing? You're like, do I sing along? Do I just sit here? Do I smile? It kind of feels a little awkward because you have this thing happening, but you don't really know how you're supposed to respond to it. What should I be doing right now? And for, for some of us, I feel like Christmas might be one of those things where you understand, wow, we are thinking about and we are celebrating this idea that the God of the universe, the God that made all of this, lowered himself to become a baby and not just to become a baby, but to be born in a, in a barnyard because he knew he wanted to die for my sins. How do I respond to that? What, what should I be doing? How should my life change? And I think that's a really good question to ask because it's easy to know the Christmas story. But I hope that if you're seeing that, you are asking that question of what, what do I do to respond to that? How should I be influenced by that? And, and sometimes it does feel awkward, like someone's singing happy birthday to us and we just kind of stand around and go, I don't really know what to do, so I'm just gonna stand here. And I hope that today I can give you some really good practical advice of if you are aware of this Christmas story, which I think most of you are, if you're somewhat moved by it, if you think this is powerful, I hope that I can give you a way to respond to that. And how I want to point this out to you is I want to bring you to the story of the shepherds in this Christmas story. And we've talked about it a couple times now of that the shepherds responded to this news. Not only did they become aware of this news, but the angels actually helped them to know how to respond to this happening. And I think most of us would love to have angels come into our life and tell us how to respond to things. It doesn't usually happen that way. So for us to look at the story and to say, wow, we can look at how the shepherds responded to this story, we can kind of do the same thing as them. And what I love about shepherds is that they represent just the working person. Sometimes we tend to think of the response to the Christmas story to be for like the really influential people, the really religious people, the really spiritual people. And we tend to think of that's like the wise men. They're like above, they're beyond. But what I love about this story is it wasn't just about the wise men. It wasn't about the rich. It wasn't about the people who had nice presents to give. The shepherds in the time of this were blue collar laborers. They were the everyday people and yet they were shown to respond to this happening. And this is what they were shown how to do. Let's look at Luke chapter two again. This is verse 15. 
It says, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. The shepherds searched out what was told to them. Now, if you guys have grown up in this area, chances are you've been told the Christmas story your whole life. But the first way to respond to this that I would encourage each of you to do is to search this out for yourself. To not just say, that's a nice story. This was a nice night of the year, but now I'm going to go back to truly say, now that I've heard this story, I want to search this out on my own. The shepherds left their sheep to actually go look and see. And I would encourage you, if you have heard this story of Jesus and you're like, how do I respond to that? The first thing I would encourage you to do is to seek it out, to actually kind of be willing to take a step and look for who Jesus is to see because the shepherds searched What they did next, we're going to take you to Luke chapter 2, verse 16. This is just the next verse. It says, So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. So the the shepherds searched out what they heard. They didn't just say, this is a nice story. Now I'm going to go back to my life. They actually left what they were doing to say, I'm going to search this out. And then it said they actually found Jesus. So that showed that they searched in a specific kind of way. Because some of us, when it comes to our relationship with Jesus, get stuck in the searching phase. I used to be that person where it was like, I'm just, I'm kind of searching. I'm kind of seeing. But we get stuck in that year after year. We're just like, well, we'll see what happens. But this says that they found Jesus. And that means that they actually searched out with intentionality and with purpose. The Bible says that when we search with all of our hearts, we will find. And so if we're someone, and again, I'll put myself in this category, if we've just been in that searching phase over and over again, and we have not actually experienced Jesus, we have not really seen who Jesus is, and we're just in that searching phase, then it means we're probably not searching with all of our hearts. The shepherds searched with intention, and they actually saw Jesus. They witnessed Jesus. They experienced Jesus. And for each of us, that should be the goal. is not just to search, not just to say, let me see if this is real, but to truly say, I want to experience Jesus and I'm going to search with all of my heart to see if this is true. It says that they hurried off and found. That should be the type of searching that we do in response to this Christmas story that we read. Okay, so what did they do after that? We're going to take you to the next verse. This is Luke chapter 2, verse 17. It says, When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. The shepherds became witnesses. Now, this is where it can be a little weird for some of you. Because if I say, hey, do you want to come join me? We're going to witness about Jesus. What's your response? You might be like, ooh, that's a little too much for me. But really in the Bible, when it says to witness, it means you've experienced something and you're willing to talk about it. So if you go to a courtroom and they call a witness, all that means is that's someone who has experienced or seen something. They've seen with their eyes something and they're willing to declare what they've seen. 
You see, this is why finding is so important. This is why by getting out of the searching stage and saying, I've actually experienced something about who Jesus is. Because once you've experienced Jesus, once you've seen him, you have something to be a witness to. You can't be a witness if you haven't seen anything. If you've never experienced anything, then you can't be a witness. See, the shepherds were able to go and talk about what they had seen because they searched and they found. And so now they can talk about something that they've actually seen. And this is the kind of response that we would hope to get to as we've searched and as we have found Jesus. And you might think that that is all, but there's one more verse I want to bring you to. And this is Luke chapter 2, verse 20. And this is what it says. It says, The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The last thing the shepherds did is they glorified God. It's easy. Maybe you're someone where you're like, I am a witness. I've experienced Jesus. I know who Jesus is, and I have something to tell people about. But it's easy to get stuck in us doing it for ourselves. And the beautiful thing about the shepherds is it was all just glorifying Jesus. And that's when it becomes full circle. We, we see this story of the God of the universe coming as a humble baby, knowing he's going to die for our sins. And we say, how do I respond to that? And it starts with seeking him out and then finding and experiencing him, and then being able to be a witness to what you've experienced. And and the end is where it's all for God. You do it just out of joy. You do it out out of gratitude for who he is. And today, that's just a real short message. But for any of you who have asked that question of, okay, what should I be doing? What's my response to this Christmas story I would say, let's follow the shepherd. And what I'll say as I close this out today is wherever you are at, maybe you're someone who's searching. Maybe you're someone who has experienced something, but you're scared to talk about it. Maybe you're someone who who is talking about it, but you're not really grateful for it. You're kind of doing it with a bad attitude. Or maybe you don't even know if you want to search this out at all. All I want to encourage you to do tonight is take the next step. If you've been searching, I encourage you to really press in and expect to find. If you have experienced something, I encourage you to talk about it, to be a witness about it. And if you are at that stage, I encourage you to make sure that you're doing it all for the glory of God, because that's when you're full of joy. What I love about this story is it ends with the shepherds being full of joy. That's why we sing joy to the world, is when we respond in that way, it's nothing but joy in our life. But you cannot glorify God if you don't have anything to be his witness about. You can't witness something you haven't experienced and you can't experience something you haven't searched. And so wherever you're at, I encourage you to just take the next step. And if you don't know what that looks like to take the next step, if you're like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what that next step is, After we're done, please find me. I would love to talk you through it or find really anyone who you can see uh, is a leader here and they would love to do that as well too. So I want to pray, but if you guys would just stand, I want to pray a blessing over you tonight. Lord, I pray that we respond to the Christmas story in the same way that the shepherds did. Lord, I pray that we search for you. 
God, I pray that we find you and experience you, Lord. I pray that we then talk about what we've experienced. We share what we've experienced so that others can find you as well. And Lord, I pray that we glorify you, that we do this from a place of joy, from a place of gratitude, knowing that you are worthy of it. And Lord, I just pray that we do this in a response to your grace, to the gift that you give us. And Lord, wherever anyone is at today, Lord God, whether they have not even started seeking yet, Lord, or whether they they have been witnessing about you for a long time, I pray that you and your Holy Spirit just gives them a nudge to that next step, Lord God, wherever they're at. Lord, I pray that, that even tonight, people will experience you. Maybe someone who has been searching for a long time but never really experienced anything. God, I pray that tonight's the night that they truly find you and experience you. And God, I pray that we do it for your glory. In your name we pray. Amen.